It's a snowing, it's a blowing outside. That's okay. It's March Madness inside. In our hearts it is. Yeah, boy. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, uh, feel free to go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. Hey, uh, a quick shout-out to our, our buddy uh, and the guys over at uh, Burn Pit Barbecue. I talk about them all the time. They uh, did a big uh, cooking uh, thing for uh, the National Guard over the weekend. Uh, they're a veteran-owned company right here in the state of Wisconsin. I've said this time and again. They're based in Racine, Wisconsin. But I was watching their Facebook page, and they uh, cooked for a bunch of uh, National Guardsmen. And, you know, they always put their money where their mouth is, and they give back. And I, I love this company. I love these guys. They're really good people, and I've been encouraging you for a while. If you are a barbecuer, if you just like to cook, like to use the grill, the indoor grill, the outdoor grill, whatever it happens to be, and you're looking for sauces or rubs or even hot sauces now, Get a hold of our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue, burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. And, again, they are veteran-owned, based right here in Wisconsin. And if you're thinking about getting any of this, even if it's for a gift, maybe for somebody for, uh, you know, the upcoming grilling season outdoors or something like that, uh, go to burnpitbbq.com. Again, burnpitbbq.com. And uh, just... Shoot them a note. Say thanks because they're they're veterans that have never forgotten where they came from, and I really really enjoy this company. So good stuff. Um, the the contract numbers for Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to end up being. We have to wait and see. Uh, I know that they're talking about quote this being a a quarterback market changing contract. It doesn't discount the fact that Rodgers, for all accounts, wants to be the highest paid player. I know some of you cringe at that and you hate that and you say, where's that coming from? It, it's, it's, duh. It's just out there, okay? Um, one of the things that we do in the business is you hear things and you cannot say specifics because otherwise people know where it comes from. And then you shut off your sources forever because they'll never tell you another thing. So you know that. We've all done it. But... Um, whether it's $48 million or $55 million a year. I, I don't know. But the reports are that this is going to be a quarterback market-changing contract for numerous year, years to push money down the road. So we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Remember, Aaron Rodgers said after the Honors Awards that this is what he was talking about when he was – remember, Rodgers said, I wouldn't make people wait. Oh, I'm going to make a decision quick. Take a listen to what he had to say. Have you made a decision yet on if you want to play for the Packers next season? Uh, I have not made any decision yet. I knew that there were some uh, you know, stories out there about some announcement I was going to make. To be honest, I've you know, just been easing it to the offseason. You know, like I said uh, in the last uh, press conference, you know, I'll make a decision uh, in due time and not in, not in a ton of time, you know, before I uh, give the team plenty of uh, – time to uh you know do what they got to do so i mean there'll be a decision in, in the near future and um yeah i'm not going to keep a lot of people waiting give the team time to do what it is they need to do and in the time time um as we sit here with no decision and i don't fault him for that i mean I, look it it I believe he knows what he wants. 
Uh, a lot of consternation, a lot of discussion about it. It is what it is. He he did talk with reporters after the honors awards, and so uh, one of the things that he had stated back then was the considerations that he would take as to whether to retire or go to the Packers or, you know, entertain the opportunity for a trade. Take a listen. There was definitely something to how I felt walking off the field that definitely comes into play initially, I think. And then just an overall body assessment, how I feel, uh, body and head. And, you know, I had great conversations with Green Bay before I left town. Uh, with Brian and, and with Russ and Matt and the, and the staff. And obviously there's been some changes with, you know, Nathaniel uh, excited for him and his opportunity and excited for Getty and his opportunity and excited for J.O. and his opportunity. You know, three fantastic coaches who get the chance to move up and, and have a bigger uh, opportunity. Love those guys. I'm so thankful for those guys. But it just comes down to kind of weighing where I'm at mentally and, and understanding what I, uh, the commitment is and then uh, kind of making a commitment and, and everybody moving forward. The, uh, I mean, obviously the question is, you know, you, you kind of know what you want to do, right? You, you've, you, you've made a decision, right? Have you made a decision yet on if you want to play for the Packers next season? Uh, I have not made any decision yet. I knew that there were some uh, you know stories out there about some announcement I was going to make. To be honest, I've, you know, just been easing into the off season and you know, excited about uh, being here tonight. Uh, feels like a dream, you know, it, uh, surreal for sure. Obviously not how we want to finish the season, but uh, to be sitting here as a four-time MVP is, uh, it's crazy. And I'm so thankful. But, you know, like I said, uh, in the last uh, press conference, you know, I'll make a decision uh, in due time and not, in, not in a ton of time, you know, before, uh, give the team plenty of, uh, time to, uh, you know, do what they got to do. And, you know, I think that time is coming, uh, shoot, what day is today here? It's like the 10th or something. Yeah. So, I mean, there'll be a decision in, in the near future and, um, yeah, I'm not going to keep a lot of people waiting. Ben, let me ask you this. Do, when we talked about three weeks ago regarding all of this and, and Aaron Rodgers coming out of the season, and, and I'm trying to find it, but I know that I circled tomorrow in my calendar. I have got it written down in my calendar right here in front of me that says that on uh, by February 8th, the end of the uh, ability for the Packers to put the franchise tag on Devontae Adams, Rodgers was going to make his decision. Am I erroneous in that? Did he not say that at, by that date, he would make a decision? I think he said those things, and at the same time, people reported that he would give the Packers time to do what they needed to do with Devontae. So I just think people connected the dots. I don't remember him saying okay. it explicitly. Yeah, see, that's what I'm – because I'm sitting here looking at my notes, and it says uh, Rodgers to make a decision by Tuesday, March 8th, Devontae's last day for franchise tag. And – I don't know if it was an assumption upon my part, and if it was, shame on me. Um, now, he did talk uh, again and again about free agency, which is a, uh, another week away, but, uh, you know, which is next, why? I believe it begins next Monday, a week from today. But, for, you know, so, I, I mean, I hate to say that here we go again, another week's worth of speculation, but I, I kind of felt 
that all my eggs were in the basket, and I think I read it over on uh, on Cheesehead TV or PackersNews.com or one of them. I think I even grabbed a date from one of those articles at the, at that point in time that stated that it would be by tomorrow, and that's the reason I circled tomorrow and we talked so much about it regarding his Tuesday appearance with Pat McAfee, and now I feel like in all the things that I'm hearing Roger say, he keeps saying soon. Uh, he won't hand He won't handcuff the Packers. Uh, he'll he'll so they can know what to do moving forward. And I think maybe that's maybe we made a bad assumption. Maybe we made a bad assumption there. He did talk about the very real possibility or the understanding that he could retire. You know, I talked at length at various times about about being comfortable walking away and then just not playing. And you know, I don't want to create uh, more questions than I probably already have, but um, I don't fear retirement. I, I don't fear moving on. I'm very proud of what I've accomplished, proud that, that I've accomplished it in Green Bay over the last 17 years and excited about the future, whatever that ends up being or looking like. Also still highly competitive, still that bitter taste from the divisional game. So definitely a lot the way, but uh, thankful for the Packers organization and the conversations that we had at the end of the season and just the way the whole season went. Now, the and I we're not completely crazy. The latest reports indicated that Rodgers, quote, was torn about where to play next season. Does he return to the Green Bay Packers or follow, quote, like his brother, his favorite coach, Nathaniel Hackett, maybe to the Miles High City? Uh, according to a report coming out of Denver, see, we're not crazy. The Broncos, uh, apparently the decision was leaked to the Broncos, not necessarily what the direction he is going, but that his decision will come no later than tomorrow. It's under the heading of, uh, of called the rubber is about to meet the road for Aaron Rodgers in that situation. Tuesday's been his deadline because that's the final day for the Packers to decide whether or not to place the $18.5 million franchise tag on his favorite receiver. Could Adams then become an NBA-like sign-and-trade as a part of a Rodgers deal? And how seriously Rodgers takes that deadline, though, is in question. But it's fair to assume that uh, out of uh, respect for Green Bay and his close friend and trusted receiver, he would then muster up a decision finally by tomorrow. But apparently they say that um, the the unofficial quiet leak date is tomorrow for Aaron Rodgers. I think the dots were also connected because it's a Tuesday. And we figured and it's he the would Pat do McAfee it. show. Yeah. That I, I, that's the only thing I could figure. And I look, I, I you know, it, somebody's got to know. I mean, David Bakhtiari, by the way, for people that ask, Bakhtiari, if you know David Bakhtiari, he is not giving up word one about anything. Does he know? I bet you he knows. I bet you he sat in the sauna in that picture with Aaron Rodgers, and Rodgers told him exactly what it is he's going to do. But Bakhtiari, if you know David Bakhtiari, he he buries things. He he he's like a vault. He's you're not getting it out of him. So he's not going to leak it to the media. That's for damn sure. My only my question is if Rogers did know and when he was in the sauna with Bakhtiari, 
I, why hasn't he said anything yet? Like, why hasn't he said he's coming back if he's known for this long? Because I really believe that he thinks he can force the Packers into making a deal with Devontae Adams. You want me, sign Devontae and pay him. I really believe I, I'm, I'm falling more and more into that category. Because at first I thought, well, you can't, you can't be this smart guy and say, I want to have a, a hand in player personnel decisions or at least let my voice be heard, knowing what salary cap ramifications are. You can't, you, you can't be that, that naive and say, I want him to sign this guy. We can't let these good character guys walk. We, want, we can't let these good you know, free agents go by the wayside because I know these guys. We've got to go get them. And then on the other you know, turn, know that your team right now is $20, 25000000 million under, uh, over the salary cap and say, go sign Devontae Adams for all this money and give him a long-term deal and give him a lot of money up front and go do this with Jair Alexander. And I want to make sure that my guy Bakhtiari is taken care of and he's got a good contract and they can renegotiate that and, and this and that. And I want to see Devontae Campbell. Where'd they get this guy? you got to sign Devontae. you got to bring this guy. And, not, and then know that you can't spend all the money on all the other guys and have enough money left for you to come back. And, oh, by the way, I want to be, I want to be the highest-paid player in the NFL. You can't do it. You can't, you can't on one hand be the smartest guy in the room and yet be the dumbest. Because that, it wouldn't be dumb. It would be stupidly arrogant would be the best way to put it. But, you know, that's, you know, I still think he knows what he's doing. I think he's waiting to make the announcement. But I am pretty surprised that all of this has not been, has not come out over the weekend. I'm so was a I. Surprised by, a little surprised that all of this did not come out to be honest. Uh, we'll continue with this uh, in a little bit, but I want to talk to Kevin Holden from CBS 58. News continues to break regarding Aaron Rodgers. I shouldn't say big breaking news, but, you know, contract discussions and or leakage it continues to come out. And no news, which is bad news for Major League Baseball. And there's still, quote, if you look at John Heyman's Twitter um, account, they are at a stalemate. Nobody's moving. And so we don't know how long we're going to be without baseball. Stay tuned. Going to talk with Kevin Holden of CBS 58 coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. thing about con- compensatory picks with uh with uh Devontae Adams I I believe that the Packers would get a compensatory pick for Devontae if they should lose him but I'm not 100% sure I, I got to go back and kind of look up uh, the value and how you get compensatory picks but I would believe so so uh, I'll let you know coming up on that uh, in the meantime bring him in from CBS 58 you can find him on Twitter at 321Q. Kevin, our buddy Kevin Holden, and uh, he now joins us on the hotline. Kevin, how you doing, pal? Bill, it's all good, man. I uh, we, we're, We've entered what I, I call second winter. I think we've got four of them pl- uh, you know, planned for this year, but uh, second winter is here, so it was like 60 yesterday, and now I'm like 
trudging out in the snow boots. We're ready to go. Yeah, I know. It. Uh, I was. You know. You're right. Grilling out on Saturday, uh, 60 degrees, beautiful car washed. Everything's feeling great, and then today it's right back to the book. So. Hopefully, we get back into the better weather uh, sooner rather than later. I, first of all, let's start with baseball. Uh, give me your thoughts as the announcement came out today that the two sides are still pretty much at a stalemate. Uh, the players do not want that uh, soft salary cap, so to speak, the luxury tax, as they call it in basketball. The owners are not removing it. Uh, the uh, the two sides have kind of come to some compensation agreements and, and a little bit of give in certain areas, but... The players want a floor. They don't want a ceiling. They're hard and steadfast in that, and the, and the owners are saying, we're not giving it up. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, this is, I think, the culmination of the of the bad blood that's gone on for, for some years, really, between the owners and the players. I, it goes back at least a couple of years and maybe longer, and I think, that's, I think it's part of the reason why you're seeing two different things during this negotiation. You're seeing rhetoric when – either side is talking to the public like you you hear the same words come out the other side is being unreasonable the other side is is doing this and we don't we don't want this that sort of thing and and in reality the the uh proposals back and forth have have given up some ground i mean they're they're closer on some of these things the luxury tax or or the competitive balance tax as baseball likes to call it is uh is going to be the centerpiece of this thing they do have to sort that out and it's uh it's a pretty wide divide uh, between players and owners, but it's smaller than it was. And the, some of the other issues, they're not <clears throat> nearly as far apart as they were. I mean, the, uh, the, uh, the pool, the arbitration eligible player pool, you know, it's a, a pool of money that's paid to these, these young players basically that do well, that they, they were a hundred million dollars apart at one point on that pool. And I want to say the latest one, there's something like, 30 million apart, which is still a, you know, it's a divide, but it's better. I basically the, the bottom line on it is I don't see it fixing anytime soon because I think they've got to fix that bad blood, but, uh, but there has been some progress made. I still think, gosh, a, a month maybe before we even start talking about spring training. A month. Really? See, I was thinking that they would, I, I had a feeling it was going to be about 150 game season. And I think we're kind of trending towards that very quickly now. Uh, but I didn't think that if you go another month, you're talking about one of their 20 games. So uh, tw- 15, 20 games, you're probably talking, what, 135 game season, something like that, if they yeah. get it done in a month? Yeah, I think if you if you could start May 1st and maybe you go about 135 in the season, yeah, that's, that's the plan. I My understanding is they would pick the schedule up just when they're ready they in other words they wouldn't rework the schedule and try to squeeze games in they just when it's time they would just go to it uh the the thing about it is that the pandemic actually i think hurts the cause of the fan in this case because baseball just learned that two years ago they could play an abbreviated season and the world didn't end it wasn't the best thing money-wise but the world didn't end on it. So I, I feel like that's emboldened both sides to sort of dig their heels in. Hopefully, when the weather gets warmer, they change their mind because baseball is losing its grip on a time of year it normally owns here in March, uh, and, and they can't afford that much longer. The Because uh, I, I told everybody I thought it would be maybe the middle, maybe beginning of next week or the week after that I thought spring training would get underway. You don't think that's going to happen, though, do you? I, you know, I don't, and I, I think – 
Uh, and look, this is nothing more than just my own conjecture, but I think Major League Baseball is underestimating the amount of time it would take to get spring training underway. Uh, they once an agreement is reached, you've got guys that are that are hanging out in Arizona. You know, Corbin Burns and and uh, Luis Arias. We saw a video of them working out at some non-major league field in Arizona, so they're ready. The problem is you've got a chunk of guys uh, that don't live in this country. You know, the, baseball is is a heavily Caribbean influenced game, and there are a lot of players who are going to need to deal with with travel visas, with all the other stuff, with with just getting to the states, which, as you know, is not as easy as it used to be in this, you know, still kind of tail end of the pandemic time. I, Major League Baseball thinks that an agreement could be followed by spring training instantly. I think it might be a two-week, uh, you know, process or 10 to 10 to 14-day process just to get guys in and get ready. I, I think there's, there's a delay coming there. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about this whole Packers thing and uh, the fact that Rodgers still has not made an announcement. It did, now, I, I'm going back and racking my brain. I know the assumption is that tomorrow is the deadline, that Rodgers kind of self-imposed. But I, I'm trying to listen to things that he said in the past. And did he specifically say by the end of the free age or the uh, the franchise tag period that he by tomorrow that he would make a decision? Or do we just jump to an assumption that that's what it is? Yeah, I don't I don't know if there's concrete you know, uh, like a concrete statement that uh, that says that it was that it would be that day. Uh, the franchise tags, as you mentioned, that, that deadline is tomorrow, and it makes a lot of sense because Rodgers and Devontae Adams seem to come as a package deal. I think Rodgers returns only if the Packers can bring back Adams as well. Uh, so, I, no, I don't I don't remember anything specific on it, but I think uh, I think tomorrow is a is a reasonable day for it to happen because the league year starts next week, the new league year, which means free agency starts. And you reach a point where this decision affects way more than just Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers because the quarterback crop is weak in free agency and weak in, uh, in, in the draft class, which means those teams that are close to getting over the top probably need to get their quarterback in a trade, which means – Rodgers wouldn't just be holding the Packers hostage. He'd be holding Denver and Pittsburgh and these other teams hostage that uh, that need to sort their quarterback situation out. He is the first domino to fall. So I I think there's a point where he realizes that and goes with it. I I did I got to admit, Bill, I did predict on uh, on our station on the CBS 58 uh, like a month ago. They they had me on the air and they said, when do you think that Rodgers will will make an announcement on this? And I just looked deadpan in the camera and said. March 8th, <laughs> just sat there and looked at the camera. <laughs> yeah, I, I get the sense that that's kind of what we all, the, the conclusion we jumped to. I mean, I did the same thing. I said, we'll find out. But I, what, what I said going into the weekend was that I really thought that a deal would have been in place. Rodgers would have made his commitment, but he would want to announce it on the Pat McAfee show. But word would have already leaked out that he's coming back. So we would all tune in to hear the official announcement coming out of Aaron Rodgers. All we're hearing now is it went from two years and $50 million a year to now this long-term deal that is, quote, quarterback market changing. I, and it's voidable years at the end. And it's I, I don't know what the money is. I don't, I don't know what specifically he's waiting for. But if he continues to wait for Devontae to sign, and it doesn't look like those talks are going well, then, you know, they can't sign Devontae or do anything else until they figure out on Rodgers, and Rodgers is waiting for them to sign Devontae. And 
I, I don't know what the holdup is at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you also have a team that has to figure out, you know, they, they want to bring both of them back. Of course you do. You've got two of the most, most talented players in the league right there. But that they also have to figure out how to field an actual roster. And so you could throw the moon at both of those guys. You could. You could throw everything at them. But but then, you you know, you got to figure it out, uh, how it looks from a, you know, a roster standpoint and a salary standpoint. And it's a complicated process, evidenced by the fact that they've gone through already and kicked money down the road on, on some of these guys, right? You know, change things into signing bonuses and try to get under caps and that sort of thing. The Jair Alexander extension talks could mean something because it could save them money. So it, mm-hmm. it is a... It's a it's a weird thing. It's it looks like one problem on the surface, but I think it's all of the problems. I think it's salary cap, Rogers, Adams, uh, you know, trying to placate people and keep them happy, and it's just it's become this this sort of like tornado on the franchise right now. It's I think it all gets fixed soon, but man, is it a, is it a swirl right now? Yeah, I I just said a little while ago. I said I think uh, inside the walls at twelve sixty five right now, you have got a flurry of guys with calculators. Uh, Russ Ball, Brian Gutekunst, uh, hell, Matt LaFleur, Mark Murphy. I don't think anybody's getting any sleep tonight. They're trying to figure this thing out. Uh, what do you, if you had to make a choice and say you needed to bring one back, but you can't bring both back because Devontae wants a big contract and Rodgers, for all the reports, wants to be the highest paid player in the NFL. If you have to make a decision and only bring one guy back, do you bring one? Do you bring one over the other? Or do you just say, you know what, we're, we'll we'll sign you, we'll get you to a contract, Devontae, and we'll send you where you want to go. And Aaron, we're going to ask for a, an absolute haul for you and move you move you on. You get rid of both guys. What do you do? I, in the Packers' case, Dave spent the last couple of years finally moving toward that all-in philosophy, uh, which they, you know, they, you could say in the Ted Thompson era there was a thought that they hadn't done that, but they have in the last couple of years, which means the other parts are in place like the Packers are if if Rodgers and Adams could just walk in the door and you wouldn't worry about money instantly the Packers would be one of the top Super Bowl contenders in the NFC no matter what happened against San Francisco Mm -hmm. in the playoffs they they are that team today and so I think if you're the Packers you you don't just blow it up if you if you had to take one over the other and and just deal with the problems on the back end of it I think you do that I think you you make this team as close to great as you can, and if you can't bring them both back, then then you make an effort at least to bring one. I I still feel like that if if one left, the other would would force a way out. But uh, I, I mean, if you have to go with Rodgers and then take a couple of receivers in the draft and hope and pray and maybe you know see what's on the free agent market, get a couple of you know uh, more receivers in to try to deepen that pool. If you've got to do it. I think you have to. This team is too good to just punt at this point. Kevin, great stuff. I appreciate it. Uh, We'll touch base again. Hopefully baseball is back sooner rather than later, man. I know how you miss it. Limbo limbo is no fun. I was supposed to be sitting at Maryvale today for the the Brewers spring training game. As a a fan, my wife and I had this trip. We were going to go to seven games in four days or eight in four days, whatever. She's the one that makes them crazy, believe it or not. But – uh, we were supposed to be at Maryville. So, yeah, I, I think less snow and more baseball is just good for everybody. Yeah, I was supposed to be leaving on Saturday, this coming Saturday. I had the flights booked, the house booked, the whole thing. Everything was done, and uh, it's it's just now all sitting sitting in limbo. I agree, man. Appreciate it, pal. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bill.
There you go. Kevin Holden, CBS 58, joining us for a couple of minutes on the hotline. And he thinks we're going to lose another month of baseball. That's uh, that's a little disconcerting. I was kind of hoping in the next couple of days they'd get this thing done. Now, John Heyman's tweet today does not look to be relatively optimistic, uh, saying that they're at a deadlock when it comes to the money, and they've conceded on certain aspects. But the bottom line is the players don't want the luxury tax, if you'll call it that, and the owners do. And they're, they're not giving that up, and neither side wants to budge. So when it comes down to all about the money, that's part of the problem, all about the money. Uh, hey, speaking of money, you don't, you're not going to spend a lot, and you can save some, and they're even going to give you time to pay it off. How about that? That's our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. They got some choice words, if you will. So your choice is just that, a choice. Because, you know, you got a lot of uh, different replacement window dealers that are out there, and we've got the best vinyl. Uh, no, you don't. Okay, stop. You got a good window. Oh, it's not great, but it's okay. But Pella, they have terrific installers. They have uh, many different types uh, of windows to choose from. As a matter of fact, they do have two energy-efficient, budget-friendly, really good levels of vinyl windows. But they have the Impervia, which is fiberglass, which is the strongest material, and then three different lines of luxurious wood windows, traditional to contemporary, whatever it happens to be, and whatever it fits your budget and your style, which is the best part about it. So you've got all kinds of choices from Pella and maybe some choices you didn't even know you had, as opposed to the uh, cookie cutters, one size fits all, so to speak. So get a hold of our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin right now. And, oh, by the way, when I was talking about money, you can choose 18 months no payment, no interest, or... 300 bucks off each window, 700 bucks off each Pella entry door, and $1,000 off of a Pella patio door. How about that? Whatever you choose, just book it by the end of the month. Get a hold of them for the free, yes, free, F-R-E-E, free in-home consultation. They'll come out. They'll give you all the options. You pick out what you want. They'll measure it three, four, five, six times, whatever it happens to be. And then they'll get it custom-made, custom-assembled, Bring that thing to your house and bring their installers in and get it installed in as little as a day. Get a hold of our friends at Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Get a hold of them. Great people at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Or just call them, 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good day, Monday. Snow's back. Coming down a little harder now. Now it's coming out sideways. Can't really see it in the camera outside. Can't really see it in the. Uh, in the Bud Light live stream, um, camera's just not picking it up. But it's there. You can see things moving outside, a little wind blowing around. That's a live look outside. If you're watching over on uh, the Facebook fan page or Twitch or over on Twitter, or YouTube, whatever it happens to be. Yeah, not a, there's the wind, but you can't see the, the snow going sideways. It kind of loses its distinction, so to speak. But still looks cold outside, though, doesn't it? And the chairs are still tipped over from the weekend. Man, the winds that came through the other day. Holy mackerel. Saturday night, um, lost power again in the area. It wasn't for very long. It was only for a couple of hours. But 
that wind and the storms that rolled through here. Then again, we didn't have the storms that they had down in Iowa where they had the tornadoes. When tornadoes hit at night, that's the worst because you can't see them. Tornadoes hit during the day. You can, if you're looking out your window and the, the alarm goes off, the warning goes off, you, you know you got a couple of minutes to get to the basement. Uh, and you can see it. You can usually see, oh, boy, you know, if you've ever seen one in person, yeah, you, you, you can tell what it is. You know, because <laughs> as it picks up debris, it makes this just d- giant dark cloud so much darker than the rest of the sky. But at night, you can't see it unless you get lightning. And, and that's the only time you can see it. But they had some tornadoes and such that went through the Iowa area and uh, and affected, uh, you know, people there. And as a matter of fact, killed a few people and some kids, too, is unfortunate, um, sadly. Um, I got a question here. This is... Uh, from uh, Brendan, who says, how is this uh, lockout affecting the minor leagues? The way I understand this um, is that any player on a 40-man roster is barred from having any contact with the big league club. But anybody that's not on the 40-man roster can still... That's the reason you're seeing some of these players in the minor league camps or in, you know, the spring training facilities taking batting practice and working out because they can they're not on the 40-man roster, but any man on the 40-man roster is barred from having any contact with uh, the big league club. So because the 40-man roster are considered close prospects, they're not able to play in minor league games as long as the lockout remains in effect. But those that are not on the roster, uh, on the 40-man roster, are able to go into the uh, spring training facilities and begin to work out. So just to give you a little clarity, and hopefully that makes sense. Uh, 877-867-1670, Hey, by the way, uh, just an update on the uh, the Twitter poll that we have. What are your expectations of the Milwaukee, or Milwaukee, uh, the uh, Wisconsin Badger men's basketball program in the NCAA tournament? 21.2% uh, of you say they're going to get one win and then they're done. 53.5% of you say they're getting to a sweet 16 before being knocked out. Now, 19.3% of you, that so the one and done, the one win and then done versus the Elite Eight, that's flip-flopped. Now, 19.3% of you say Elite Eight, and 5.9% of you say Final Four. So there you go. So things are, the only area that's changed is those that believe they're only going to get one win and then be done versus the Elite Eight. Those two percentages have somewhat flipped, but everything else remains pretty much the same. 353 votes if you follow me on Twitter or want to. You can chime in on the poll question. Again, go to Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels over on Twitter. You can follow me there, and uh, you can kind of see for yourself. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to uh, chime in on anything that we got for you today, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, coming up in about uh, less than an hour. We're going to talk with Mike Clemens, who was down live in person at the NFL Combine for the last week. Mike is now back. We'll kind of put a, a nice big red bow on the Combine and everything that came out of it. But up at 1265 Lombardi, it is fast and furious with calculators and people typing and emails going back and forth and offers going back and forth and closed-door meetings going on, trying to figure out Devontae, trying to figure out Aaron Rodgers. Uh, before, uh, you know, after after Matt, Pat McAfee show tomorrow, I guess, Rodgers is supposed to make some kind of a decision, depending on who you listen to, who you like. Now, I 
I told you a while ago, what I saw, or I shouldn't say that, that's a lie. What I heard was seen. I didn't see it. A friend of mine, a very good acquaintance did, uh, was a four-year, $50 million a year type of contract for Aaron Rodgers. That was in the wings. Then we got word that they're working on a short-term deal. Then over the weekend, we heard that he was questioning what he wanted to do, whether it was retire or play for somebody else or play for the Packers. Now we get wind today out of the four-letter network. That word came out over the weekend that the Packers are working on a long-term deal that would, quote, change the quarterback grade of pay significantly, which, um, my, and again, I don't know the, the specifics of it, but they say it's a long-term deal. A long-term deal, four, five, even possibly six years with voidable years. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So we'll wait and see. But uh, you, you, you know, you you can't deal specifically with Aaron Rodgers as a a new team. Uh, and, you know, no trades can be an official until after four o'clock Eastern, three o'clock Central, coming up on March sixteenth. And that would be uh, a week from Wednesday. Free agent period gets underway, I believe, on the 14th. That's a week from today. And the end of the uh, ability for a team to put a franchise tag on a pl- ends on a player tomorrow afternoon. So Rogers said he wouldn't drag it out. But as of right now, it's kind of dragging out. But I'm not going to stand in judgment until after tomorrow, if indeed we don't hear anything. The Packers' stance is clear, though. They want him back. They're going to respect the process. Um, and will do or say nothing that could damage their chances of having, having him as their quarterback this upcoming season. And it's fair to expect a decision within the next week, they're now saying. Since dragging it past the start of the league year would not be good for anybody, including Aaron Rodgers himself, because teams would then need to start making a, a, a reaction. I mean, it's not just Aaron Rodgers. It's other teams. Like the Broncos, they're going to say, well, if he's not going to make a decision, we got to move on. So it would take them out of the mix. So you got to get the deal done. We expect a decision to be made and made relatively soon. At least that's the, the, the majority of thinking. 877-867-1670. Hey, you're looking for a good place to go. Yesterday, had a couple of friends stop out and see Dan Dell and the gang at the social house. And they continue to uh, to get that place ready to open it up and coming up in the spring. Beautiful renditions of the way it's going to look. The new expansion is going to be huge. Uh, but they're still serving those fantastic breakfasts. And if you want to stop out there and tell Dan and his staff and Emily and everybody, Tell them we said, hey, I'm going to stop over there probably in the next week because it's right up the street. But go over and tell uh, Dan and the gang at Social House on Lisbon Road in Brookfield, Menominee Falls, right there on the border, uh, right there on Lisbon Road. Stop in. Tell them we said hi. A great place just to go in and watch sports. It's kind of like your neighbor corner pub type of place. It's just so much fun, so nice. And uh, stop in and tell them we said hi. And I'm, I'm really anticipating the new expansion and the new opening coming up this uh, this upcoming spring. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Scott, good to have you. Good to have you. Bill Michaels Show. We're continuing on and uh, just enjoying the day. Coming up here in about uh, 20, 25 minutes, going to talk with our buddy Mike Clemens. He was uh, on the ground in Indianapolis for the Combine this past weekend. We'll talk with him about some of the players that he saw. I mean, the draft is around the corner as well. It's something that we obviously have to begin to focus on. Uh, All, you know, really revolves around Aaron Rodgers right now as far as the hopes and dreams of getting to the postseason and going beyond when it comes to this upcoming season, but still, but still you've got, uh, you got a lot of Aaron Rodgers watch, but you got to fortify the team. So the draft is of major importance in so many different areas. Um, ESPN, Steve, if the Packers franchise tag Devontae Adams, can't they then remove it before free agency? Um, once you sign him to a contract, if you say, if he say, if he, if you just franchise tag him just to keep him, and then in the next two days you work a long-term deal out with him and he's a contracted player, then, yeah, you know, you can you can get rid of that because he's under contract. Otherwise, he is just contracted via the, free, uh, the franchise tag to play for your team. But it's – we're getting into a lot of what-ifs and convolutedness. You know what I mean? I really think that – and I've said this from day one, I'm going to stick with it until the deadline passes. I think Rodgers makes a decision. The Packers franchise tag Devontae. I think Rodgers is coming back, and Devontae gets a long-term deal. I, I Maybe I'm the, the, the cockeyed optimist. But that's what I still think is going to happen. I think this is just a big game of chicken that the Packers are saying, we're all in. Just We just need to do it right. And that's that's what I think is going to happen. Now, I could be wrong. Who knows? And, you know, I, I think the best situation for Aaron Rodgers right now is Green Bay. I, you know, this whole thing about him not wanting to go to the AFC, I don't think it means a hill of beans. I really don't. I don't think it means anything. He just wants to be a part of a team where he believes he can win. He Look, if you're a two-time MVP, you've got a ring on your finger, four two-time, meaning back-to-back the last two years, four times total, and you think you're the baddest man on the planet, you don't give a damn who you're facing. You don't care. You've beaten everybody, right? For the most part. You don't care. So I, I don't think Rodgers is worried that, you know, if he goes to the AFC that he's got to face – Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and all these guys continuously or Lamar Jackson. I don't think he cares. I really don't. If I'm Rodgers, I'm like, as long as my team's good, who cares? We're, we're the better team. And I'll make us that much better, which means we're going to get a lot more wins and we're going to go deep into the postseason. I don't think he's looking at it as, you know what? If I stay in the NFC, Russell Wilson's on a craptastic team. I don't have to worry about facing him. Maybe I'll face Matthew Stafford again, but I think they're losing a few pieces. I think I'm going to be the best quarterback in the NFC. I don't think he looks at it that way. I really don't. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think any player that thinks he's that good shies away from anybody. Three hours down. We got another yet to go. No breaking news right now. Nothing. We'll continue to talk, though. You and I. 
on this snowy Monday. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.